Welcome to the Book of Caleb, a space where you can say what you're really thinking. I'm your host, Lauren Caleb. Join me as I discuss how to manage and rationalize all of the things in a distracting world. From current happenings to wellness, beauty, diet, family, home, and more, laugh and learn something too. This is the Book of Caleb. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Book of Caleb. Um, It's Lauren here this time. Episode 8, titled Life Hack Beverages. Uh, What a subject, guys. Um, If you drink anything ever, you are going to want to listen in to this. And by drink, I mean both non-alcoholic and alcoholic beverages. We're going to cover some that I think are life hacks. And I brought in an expert as well who also drinks things throughout the day. And that expert is going to help guide you through some life hack beverages. Um, Hope you're all doing well and enjoy. Life hacks. When I think of life hacks, I think of things like shortcuts that I'm using in my everyday life. And by shortcut, I don't necessarily mean like, oh, I'm taking the easier road, but I'm utilizing this life hack in some way to help me be my best self is how I justify a official life hack. So, um, With everything going on, inadvertently, the grocery store industry is a booming business right now, and it got me thinking about food and beverage, right, and how, hmm, every day that is involved in my life in some way, and I would hope that it is involved in yours as well. So I thought, oh, this is a relatable subject, food and drink. So it got me thinking even more about Like when I go to the gas station um, and walk in and see the entire convenience store is like all the walls are beverages, right? Like the whole wall is a cooler on all at least three sides of the convenience store. So it's just interesting how much there is available to drink besides water. And even that is its own industry as well, the bottled water industry, which probably started in the 90s. From what I remember, that bottled water came onto the scene. And when I was Googling the, I guess, beverage industry, the non-alcoholic side of the beverage industry, some statistics, uh, overall, the non-alcoholic beverage industry is a $967 billion per year industry 3.4 billion of those allegedly goes to energy drinks and over 20 billion goes to bottled water in some capacity which would also include like your culligan size bottled water but either way when you think about 20 billion dollars worth of bottled water i think about the plastic in that too which is crazy um there's not many glass bottled water <laughs> that you can buy that i can even think of remember Um, maybe like Voss had a moment when those were like in glass bottles, but even those now are like sold at gas stations and stuff. So in plastic. Anyway, um, I knew for this episode, I needed to bring on another human who uh, will clear his throat while I'm talking. (laughs) Maybe he needs some water. 
But I wanted to bring somebody who also drinks bottled beverages or beverages in general and has years of experience doing so. So I want you guys to give a welcome back, Michael Caleb, to the Book of Caleb. Welcome, Michael. Great to be back. Um, yeah, you're actually right. I have been drinking um, beverages really as long uh, as long as I can remember. Me too. Um, so yeah, I've got a vast, uh, vast uh, history of knowledge. Looking forward to share it with you. Yes. And the purpose is more not just like talking about beverages, right? But we don't drink beverages that are like over 100 calories. And that just happens basically because of two things. One is, you know, they say just in general for your diet and your wellness, don't drink your calories, right? Don't go drink pop. We will get to pop and soda for you out of Iowan staters. Um, But it, it just ends up being part of your lifestyle. If you're going to drink a beverage that is not water, you should opt for something at more... Um, hone towards under 50 calories, but at the absolute most for that serving, it should be under 100 calories, okay, is my belief. And so all of the beverages that I'm drinking besides water, and I'm still drinking like half my weight's worth in ounces of water per day, that's the recommended amount that you should get. Um, I like to drink other things that have flavor or taste in them. And so all of, I feel like my beverages are life hacks to get me more energy, detox me, um, reduce inflammation. There is, it serves some purpose that helps me be my best self. So it's a life hack. Would you agree with that statement, Michael? Are you choice when you drink? Well, for sure, I would agree with that statement. Um, a lot of the beverages I consume during the day, I'm looking for yeah something to give me an edge. Um, that edge is normally caffeine, um, correlated, uh, whether it be the first thing in the morning with coffee, there's various types of coffee. We'll get into that. Whether it's a energy drink, um, per se, but a non-caloric energy drink, which there's numerous ones of those out now. Um, they're becoming more and more popular. Um, and then at night I'm a non-alcoholic guy. We've been over that. Um, choosing my non-alcoholic beverage at night there's pretty much just two that i go with um one of them has zero calories and we just started drinking this week and i'm pretty excited to talk about that and for those of you who don't know what non-alcoholic means that means there's no alcohol well there's none in the beverage yeah so you can act pretend that there is which i kind of you can kind of trick yourself which i do a little bit just to kind of take off the edge of the day um but yeah, no alcohol, so you're not really getting buzzed. Correct. Yes. So no non-alcoholic means no alcohol. Um, I didn't know that until today. Oh, that's fun. Okay. <laughs> All right. So let's get started. What are our life hack drinks that I think? So like I think about like my uh, morning ritual. Essentially, I never miss this life hack drink, which is making French press coffee in the morning. Yes. I am addicted to coffee. Um, There is 
a way for you to justify it by just selecting what Google search terms you want to use to fulfill that coffee's okay for you. You can also Google search, is coffee bad for you? Why is coffee bad for you? And then um, get swayed that way. I am in denial or something like that and just choose the path of coffee. I don't know, my grandparents who are in their 90s have drank coffee every day and have not had a diet, a book, a good diet, right? They've had like pantry items and don't eat green and drink green smoothies or anything like that, right? They're like old school and grew up on a farm and that kind of like diet and growing up and they've drank coffee every day. So I feel like I have it, knock on wood in the cards that I'll be okay by drinking coffee. So anyway, French press coffee and why specifically French press coffee is because I think that I get a stronger, more delicious, darker roast coffee, which is what I'm after when I make a French press brew, which what you do is you boil water in a teapot. And while that's boiling, you have bought ground, or I mean, um, non-ground, you bought coffee beans, okay? So you have to grind those. So you need a coffee grinder as well, which is like $12. Um, and grind those like in a gritty, well, you hardly have to grind them. You shouldn't grind them into a fine um, grit. It should be, what is the word? It should be just like gritty. Kind of medium, not too fine, but obviously ground in a little bit, so kind of medium. Yeah, water. medium. Um, you don't need to do like a fine powder. That wouldn't no. be good. And so then you put it, those grinds in your French press, pour the boiled water. Like you get the water just basically, they say right before it's about to boil, like your teapot's about to scream or let your teapot scream and then take it off the heat and wait like 30 seconds at the most, but then pour that water over the grinds and let it brew for four, four minutes. And so I'm able to like go brush my teeth or do something for four minutes, come back, coffee's ready, it's delicious, it's dark, perfect. Um, and then I like to add cream or almond milk, like a splash is what I mean by like adding, if you're gonna add anything to that, a splash, okay? Which means like a tablespoon which you shouldn't need more than that for like a coffee cup. And if you want to, that's fine. Just like be considerate of like the caloric amount that that would mean, but it would still be, even if you were like more generous on your cream or your almond milk, we're still talking like 50 calories per like coffee cup if you're adding that much cream or almond milk to the beverage. And then I like to add cinnamon. Why do I like to add cinnamon? Because it reduces inflammation and it helps enhance the flavor. And then lately, I've been adding a scoop, like a tablespoon of Swerve brown sugar, which has no calories and tastes just like brown sugar and it's amazing. So splash of cream, cinnamon, Swerve brown sugar with my French press coffee. It is just like so good. And then I'm addicted to it. So I like that. Michael, can you, you enjoy mm -hmm. me making my French press coffee in the morning. How do you like yours? I do. I'm a little bit simpler, so it pretty much just depends if I'm fasting or not, which is probably about 50-50. If I am fasting, I'll take it black, and I'll typically just do a little bit of cinnamon, which cinnamon does not have calories, I believe. Correct. Um, so not breaking my fast. Or um, otherwise, if I do add something, it's usually a um, tablespoon um, of butter, uh, my Kerrygold butter. Um, which How is, many calories would that have? Would uh, it be under 100? I think so, yeah. 
Zero carb. <clears throat> See, name the game for me is zero carbs. So I either do that or I do whole cream, not half and half. Half and half has a little bit of carbs. Yeah. Whole cream. Uh, just a splash of that. Nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're the but you're a buttered coffee person. What's the purpose mm-hmm. of having the butter in the coffee? Well, you're getting your fats up. Um, it's just all fats, no carbs. And when you're trying to get in that ketogenic state, um, 80% of your calories are coming from fat. So it's a good way to start the day. Do you ever add salt into your coffee? No, I don't. Have um, you added salt to your coffee? I feel like one time I did and it was stupid. And also now I'm like remembering too that like if you add salt, it's going to like make the coffee bitter. So yeah. don't do that. But you would think... The, why I asked that is because like it goes salt would like go along this like savory type thing like think about like salted dark chocolate okay. I was thinking in like the same mindset like oh that would like also be the same way with coffee but I've heard to actually don't do that and I feel like I did try once I'm like eh I don't need to add salt no. to it but it was just more of like a test thing so but that came to me Okay, so the that's like your at-home like coffee life hack. If you need to go to a Starbucks or, you know, drive-through coffee type scenario and you don't just want black coffee, um, the best one is an Americano because that's like espresso and water. Or some places do, I'm pretty sure like Starbucks like offered some sort of French press equivalent. But depending on where it was, like if they offered most like drive-thrus can't offer french press because like a true french press would like take way too long to like brew and so like that's why you get an americano for your like drive-thru option but like if you're at a um for like out for brunch or something and they have french press as an option that's what you would order then at you know i'm thinking like la me locally i would get french press coffee there i hop we go there quite a bit <laughs> yes i love I- ihop's french press coffee is just amazing mm. that's the only thing we order um, no, you know, we've never been, never gone. To, I've never gone to IHOP with you. In your life? I don't I, know that. I've, I've only been a handful of times, but yeah, not in the past 15 years. Yeah. Drake goes with my mom quite a bit. I know that. I know. It's like, why? I don't, I just never even like think about it. There's a new one right by where we live. We, and we talked about it, but yeah, we never pulled the trigger yet. Cause come on. I'm not going to eat a bunch of pancakes. I know. I want to, but yeah, I would just like lose my mind there. I'd be like, so it's like going for cake. Like, I'd rather just go buy cake. Sure. Okay. I see that. And it's like, I'll make pancakes at home. We like the Kodiak pancakes. You guys mix. do. Yeah. I steer yeah. better pancakes. With the boys. But this is protein pancakes, Michael. Yeah. It's healthy. so different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I love how everything you can just like repackage it and just say that it's like something else when it's really, no, this is freaking sugar in a box, add egg and milk and put it over, you know, in a pan with butter and it's a cake. It's a hot cake. Exactly. With 14 <laughs> grams of protein. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> That's jacked. true. So it's basically like eating meat. Um, love it. Okay. Second life hack um, beverage that's a cold version of coffee right okay before we get to that though with the french press coffee if you have like leftover coffee in your french press like you didn't drink it all hot you can i leave it in there and then i end up drinking it later in the day when it's cold so it's or room temperature and so i get a glass put some ice in it pour my cold french press coffee in there because then it's like even more like strong like it's sat in the grounds for the grinds forever Mm. and then um do a splash of cream on top and then i get a metal straw 
because then it makes it like extra cold and delicious. And you can do a sprinkle of cinnamon on there as well. Again, so this beverage is like lots of caffeine for like a boost and then um, has, I don't know, like a little bit of flavor if you like add a splash of cream and it's an iced coffee. It's Mm. so good. You could add swerve brown sugar again. Like, uh, it's even better than like any like iced coffee that I've gotten at like a Starbucks type scenario. Really? Okay. I haven't had this later in the day, I don't think. Oh, yeah. Option. Well, there's, it's like, that's like, there's only one glass of cold coffee left in the French press, but I'll let you try it tomorrow. Mm. Like, it's so good. Oh, I love it. Okay. So moving on. So you have your coffee in the mornings, right? Another option, if you're not like a hot coffee drinker, you just want to mix it up, or it's so perfect for before a run or a workout, life hack is... Can I jump in real quick? Sure. I know, I know you're going to say You're going to say a coffee en- enema, correct? A coffee enema, yeah. yes. You've heard of these, right? <laughs> yeah, for run for the runs. Free runs, yeah. <laughs> to clear out the runs. No, I'm joking. I've heard of that, though. Uh, that sounds intense. That's, yeah, the natural way to like cleanse yourself is the coffee enema. That's wild. That's nuts. I I know. An enema in general. Okay. <laughs> Intrusive. But I guess I can see the <clears throat> the necessary um, you know. It's for some sort of health to medical clean, to reason. clean out the, you know, whatever's going on in there, but a coffee enema? I don't know. But that's all about the magic of the coffee bean. It's, it's um just irritates your bowels. Okay. Well, it cleans yeah. Anyways, that's not what you're going to say. Go ahead. <laughs> Thank you, Michael. I, you just want to bring up enemas at any opportunity. Yes. Since I've known you. Um, okay, so a nitro cold brew mm. by Caveman Coffee. You've probably seen or heard about this maybe on um, other like social media. I feel like it's kind of like an indie brand still. But it's now available at Hy-Vee Grocery Store, correct? I saw it this week for the first time. <laughs> Okay. Yep. So brand is called Caveman Coffee, and they have specifically this nitro cold brew coffee that is in a can. Um, we ordered a 12-pack from them directly online, and that costs $40 for the 12-pack, which ends up being about three fifty a can. And, like, when you, when I'm, like, buying it online, I'm like, shit, I'm paying $40 for 12. This is stupid. You have to, like, divide it out and then, like, think about, like, what you're spending at Starbucks. I cannot go through that drive through without spending, like, $6 somehow, and I'm super annoyed every time. You know, and I'm, like, ordering, like, at the most, like, a small latte with an extra shot. Well, I, I do the nitro cold brews at Starbucks pretty regularly. Uh-huh. Um, if I haven't had anything, like in the morning, I haven't had time. I'm up before you, so a lot of times out the door. Um, I'll get a cold brew from from Starbucks. A grande nitro cold brew uh, is four seventy six. Okay. So. And a grande that's better. That's bigger than a tall. Grande is a medium. It's a medium, yeah. 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 Okay. And so again, four seventy six. Okay. So then you think about it. But anyway, like when I'm ordering like stuff and drinks in bulk, that always seems so expensive to me. Like drop forty bucks right now on a nitro cold brew can or twelve pack of them. It seems like ridiculous sure. still. But it's not when you just do it price price it out by the can and you're like, okay, I know that. Don't drink them all in one day. <laughs> no, so that, you're not. Yeah. yeah like. You have to just reasonable usage of mm-hmm. them. So I like this beverage. I'm pretty sure that, okay, so I have one in front of me. It has, it's the equivalent of three espresso shots. Oh, nice. And um, 14 calories for the whole can. The can is 11.5 ounces. Um, what else? It has three carbs, Michael. Mm, okay. <clears throat> but one gram of protein. And it says ingredients, coffee and get this, water. 
Okay. So uh, I'm comfortable with yeah. drinking it. Um, sir, it's served cold, right? It's a cold brew. Well, here's the thing. So, but this is the new, you know, market, the nitro cold brew. So infused oh. with nitrogen. Yes. Uh, yay or nay, is this a real thing or not? What kind of benefits is that bringing? Is it a flavor enhancer? Yeah, it's something to make it like more crisp, and then they will BS you and say that the nitrogen makes it placebo effect. The taste is velvet, electric. I think it like just yeah, it would enhance the flavor in theory. And then I don't know if like it doesn't even say that like the night on this can anything about the nitrogen. It definitely sounds better, nitro cold brew. And I believe nitro. He was one of the American gladiators, I believe, one of like the original American gladiators. Were yeah, you into that show at all? That's a, was it on cable? It was on NBC. Reruns were on. <laughs> um, yeah, I remember Gladiator. Blaze. <clears throat> I can't. All I can think of is Nitro. Oh, there's so many. Now I'm drawing a blank. That's a great show. It's an all-time show for people who are in their 30s. They know what I'm talking about. American yeah. Gladiators. And why aren't they replaying those now? Like the originals. They tried to do a reboot of it a couple years ago. No. Because like, everyone's like on steroids. just crazy now. Back in the day, you know. I don't know. It was just more innocent time, and they were like real warriors. I, I don't know. Yeah, it was like an extension of the WWE, right? It, it was. Um, <laughs> in, little, in its own way. But well. a little more realistic, I think. Yeah, they really were competing. You're or... like the normal person against the gladiator, and there was, oh, it was full yeah. contact. and Yeah. Yeah. Was good Would stuff. the normal people ever win? Well, so they're... Yes and no. I mean, they go against the gladiator, and they accumulate points but you're still going head to head so the other guy's going against the gladiator so who does better um in comparison to their gladiators okay. to get the points then they have the, the final event and it's a race and yeah it's fun <laughs> they should replay those oh, they should, instead yeah. of like what were they playing the other day like 1996 pga championship or something well, and... 19, well the 1997 masters is cool because that was tiger woods but okay. if it doesn't involve tiger woods no one wants to watch old golf it better be tiger woods no one cares yeah why would why, an old golf tournament no one cares <laughs> only only tiger woods and i don't i still don't care about golf unless it involves tiger woods that's, that's true just me personally so. oh yeah oh that's just you or the entire world 95% right. of, yeah, sports fans. Yeah. Oh, Tiger. Eldrick. That's his real name. You know that? It is? Uh-huh. Eldrick. No yeah. way. Yeah. He's a sex addict. Okay, moving on. Okay. Not anymore. So oh. then, okay, so you're, those are like all of your like morning options. Like, don't be drinking a coffee afternoon, generally speaking. It's fine if you I do, know. but, you know, move on to like less caffeinated options which for me in the afternoon that becomes green tea with lemon Mm -hmm. um not gonna like talk much about this because i don't have like the specific brand of green tea and i don't buy like green tea leaves or do anything special i'm like green tea in a bag if the box says it's organic great um and adding the lemon to it just helps cleanse and green tea has caffeine in it and gives you like more of like a clear energy and has antioxidants in it. Um, so dr- you could drink that all afternoon. That's cool. I, it's not going to keep you like up at night. And it should help like flush out crap in your system. And that's kind of like my justification. Or like I like drinking green tea because I'm thinking like I'm giving my body like more antioxidants. Mm-hmm. You're not really into no, teas. But I'm not. Um, that would be like your afternoon life hack if you're not going to go and drink water. Which my life hack for 
water if you don't like just water plain or adding like a splash of lemon with water or lemon or lime. And by the way, you can buy like regular lemons or limes, but they also make absolutely like pure lime juice and lemon juice in a glass bottle. <sighs> Give me the name. Was it Santa of, Cruz? I Santa believe. Cruz. Yeah. Yes, that's the one that we buy all the time. Mm-hmm. And it's so worth it because it's just faster than like keeping lemons fresh lemons on hand like we don't live in california where we have a lemon tree in our backyard and so it's just like buying the lemon from the grocery store then cutting it up and squeezing it in your water it's just no like i'd rather just have this like pure it's literally just lemon juice it's not like pasteurized lemon juice or there's no like catch or gimmick to it it's just maybe it's technically pasteurized but anyway i'm fine it's still as like clear and acidic as f as you can get to um rather than like squeezing it out of a fresh lemon that you picked out of your backyard yeah i wish we could have a lemon tree that'd be cool yeah um we'll have to figure that out that's another like life hack growing a lemon tree in iowa (laughs) indoors or something it would have to be some sort of like hybrid where they like bred the lemon tree to be small and bloom all year and live indoors well you're thinking outside the box okay I guarantee you that it's already in the the play. They're making it at Iowa State. Okay. They're genetic engineering. Okay. Um, so anyway, not if you're not going to just like drink water with like lemon. I also like to add like cayenne pepper to lemon water. It tastes good if you like spice. And also, again, cleanses you. Um, and by cleanses, I mean makes you pee a lot. So the other thing that I've like really have enjoyed is this water like enhancer basically in my opinion they will tell you it's called like a supplement which it is because it has a bunch of b vitamins in it but um this is called everyday fit by true lean and i discovered this through fit body boot camp true lean is the brand of supplements that they carry or like endorse at fit body boot camp and so this everyday fit is like a powder that you'd put in your water it's five calories a scoop so negligible right and in addition to like it having a bunch of like B vitamins to give you a boost of energy, um, the motto literally says it burns fat, curbs appetite, and makes water delicious. Wow, I like that motto. Okay. <laughs> Sign me up. How does it burn fat? I don't know. Maybe with like the B vitamins in theory, it boosts like your metabolism energy and you're, turning, you're technically burning more calories than if you didn't drink it but why I like it is because like I know if I add a scoop of the everyday fit to my water bottle it tastes so good that I will I know I will absolutely drink that entire bottle of water I will not forget about it like I will continue to drink it until it's gone I'm like dang it I'm out of water I have to go fill up my water bottle again so if you like struggle with drinking enough water per day this is a huge life hack for you because this actually like it tastes good to where you want to keep drinking it and my like only concern with that is like if I'm drinking my everyday fit in the morning like I've added it to my water in the morning and I'm fasting I swear it makes me more hungry right because I'm like tasting these like good flavors and then I'm you know I don't know it just like triggers me I'm like okay like I want to taste more Mm, I'm getting hungrier because I'm like getting close to like ending my fast and stuff so that's why I like to drink the everyday fit water in the afternoon for the like extra energy boost and to keep you like staying hydrated and um it just tastes good and it's negligible calories Oh, that sounds like a great thing. Yeah. I have not tried it. Love it. It's a life hack. It's pretty affordable, too. Like, a 30-day supply, I swear, is like 40 bucks. 
So like one scoop a day. Yeah, sure. That's not bad. Um, so yummy. Okay, so now before we move on to a little bit different realm of beverages, the final one that we have to go over, which is, guys, zero... Listen to this. This is your dream beverage. <laughs> zero calories, zero carbs. Tastes... There's like 20 different options of this. It's an energy drink. Mm. Energy drink. Um, what else? It's zero art. It claims to have zero artificial flavors, which we'll get to. I am talking about this energy drink called Bang. B-A-N-G, Bang. Yeah. This is the most controversial of all the drinks. And the name itself, Bang, is controversial right there. <laughs> right. This is my afternoon life hack, if you will. Especially when I'm not in ketosis, like now, need that energy boost, need that energy pickup. This is my go-to. Now, let's talk about this. So this is a... What size is this? I have a can in front of me. Okay, 16-ounce can. Now, my Surgeon General's warning or whatever this is, the first time I drank this, I drank the whole can, like, mm. not knowing that, oh, my God, you do not need to drink this. I know people that are like, I drink one bang in the in the in over the course of four days. Like, it is such a juice of energy that, I mean, what what is the caffeine in here? It has to be something absurd. And so, like, when we say that we're talking about this being controversial, have a bang and you'll know exactly what we're talking about. Like, It gets you lit, yeah. It gets you going. Absolutely. This is dangerous. It should not... <laughs> it says... It literally says on the can, not intended for individuals under the age of 18. Oh, for sure, yeah. And, and um, yeah, made in the USA, of course, because it's probably illegal to be made anywhere else. Um, what is the other, like, catch with it? I can't well, find, like... The, these ingredients this super creatine. Yes. Those sort of things. The, like, this is marketed or pitched that it's a potent brain and body fuel is what it says on the front. It's It provides 300 milligrams of caffeine. One serving of bang, which is one can. One can yeah. Okay, one serving of bang provides 300 milligrams of caffeine. What does the nitro brew say? Well, equivalent to three is 200 milligrams. So yeah, this is okay. 200. And so a bang is 300. And then, oh, it says, this is like a word that is also like used on like diet pop. Phenyl, <laughs> I, I can't even pronounce it. Phenylglycuronics. Which contains, sounds like a horse steroid to me. It probably is. Yeah. It contains phenylalanine. Phenyl, oh man, see, I'm so bad with words. We're always with getting this. Phenylalanine, whatever, mystery ingredient. Okay, so the thing with bang is, and we need, should not actually like drink this anymore, Michael, but yeah, it's your cheat, right? It's your sugar-free Red Bull, but at another level because of like all these like flavors. And so there's like multiple flavors and you're just like, how does this not have calories? Like the flavors are like, what it, was it like drinking? like kool-aid or kool-aid or for fruity sort of you know pop or i don't know, you know something along those lines right i just like guys remember the first time drinking i'm like are you kidding me there's no calories in it because when i think of like no calorie things in a can i think of pop like diet pop and i cannot stand the taste of diet pop oh, and i no, think it's like no. gross and i think it tastes like chemicals yeah. but this doesn't taste like chemicals and anyway bang is like your life hack if you need to have like an energy drink and don't want the, the calories and stuff and like i will like sip like 
probably an eighth of a can of bang if I like want to go on a run that where I want to have that edge and like get through and like run like more than five miles. Okay. Like I know bang will give me that. It sounds horrible to say and admit, but that is like the honest to God truth of like how I use bang in a life hack of like, okay, I really want to work out or this like, I'm tired. Yeah, I'm not gonna. Don't time to fall asleep and take a nap. I need to bang out a workout, if you will, pun intended. Yeah. So yeah, he'll sip a little bit. I'll do about a half a can. Oh, yeah. I know. Yeah. Do not drink the full can. Like I remember <laughs> one time, and so like I swear, like my eyes were like pulsing. Like it, it's too much caffeine. You should definitely not drink a whole can. And it's in like the same guys like size as like Monster Energy drink. Mm-hmm. It's like that same side of, of can, but... It's all over the place. People know about Bang now. Yeah. I mean, it's it's made its mark. It's got a good percentage of the market share. I feel like it's... I think it's blown up. Very, very affordable, <laughs> bang. too. It's always like two for four bucks. It was like two bucks a can. Yeah. It's just crazy. And so here's like the other like mystery ingredient. Like it says it's not made of like artificial flavors, but the terminology natural flavors is kind of like BS because you don't have to like indicate what those natural flavors are. You can just say natural flavors and natural flavors doesn't mean natural. I mean, it means phenylene, you know, (laughs) I think sucralose is the sweetener that's being used. Um, Which is like a component of phenylene or whatever. I don't know. It's, you know, just a something that doesn't have any calories and your body doesn't, you know, interpret to be a calorie. Can you imagine? Like, there are people who actually, like, know how to intelligently explain this. Who, like, in theory, <laughs> if they were, like, listening, they were, like, yelling at, at us right now. I'd be like, no, you idiots, it's this. Well, that that's fine. is another, like, disclaimer that I do want to say about the book of Caleb. Is that I guess um, we're just not experts in anything. No, we're, I, we're normal people. Yeah, we're normal people. And so we're probably offering, I like to say, like, what, like, offering mediocre mm-hmm. advice on a weekly basis. I mean, what we talk about, we have some background on. But yes. Yeah, we're not whatever. We haven't taken that. We don't have a degree in any of these fields or anything like that. Right. I just, I feel like I listen to podcasts and they, like, they actually, like, bring on the expert. They don't bring on you as the sure, guest. Sure, And that is something that I will consider doing is actually bringing on an expert to talk about subjects. I think I'm an expert in being a fantastic father and then also in sports, specifically Minnesota professional sports. Those are my two areas of expertise. I would agree. Um, so <laughs> so when we're talking about that, I know what I'm talking about. That's true. And, and parenting and then Minnesota sports. Do you know? Okay, we can... You know what you're talking about with parenting because I feel like I don't. I feel like we've talked about this where it's like you don't know. No one knows what they're talking I, about. I didn't at first, but I do now. You... Five plus years, that's all it took. <laughs> and it only took me about I, I the first three months, I didn't know what the hell was going on. I didn't even really know how to hold Drake. Uh-huh. Uh, and it happened with Cortland, too. I had to redo that. It took me about three months for both of them to kind of get to know each other, figure out what works for them, how they're interacting with me. But then I got them both down, and yeah, we're all, all three of us are best buds, and they're both great kids. Oh, yeah, they are. Um, oh, man. No, but you still don't, you have no idea what's coming, and neither do we. You know how to, like, take care of up to a five-year-old, but you don't know what's coming with six. Well, so. that's true, yeah. I'll probably become a bang addict here in a 
be taking down multiple bangs a day just to get through the day. I know, right? And then there's like this whole another level of life, which would be like the teenage years. Oh, yeah, I know. And so you have no idea what that person is going to become because I feel like teenage years can be you... I'm not who I was as a teenager, right? Like, you go through, like, different... Oh, no, absolutely not. A different, like, personality almost before you, like, grow up and become, like, the true person that you are. And so, again, like, the teenagers are tough because, like, all of a sudden, like, your kid could just be the complete opposite of what they were, like, growing up as, like, a little kid. Then they're a teenager. Teenagers are terrifying because they can do all the adult stuff, you know, physically and stuff. Yeah. Um, But their, their brain is still not developed at all yeah oh gosh but those (laughs) decisions you make as a teenager can affect you for the rest of your life unfortunately but like how challenging would it be right like you're a teenager you get a teenager who like my like older sister was like this too like wanted to you know just like be different in whatever way they went so she would like i don't i don't know she like had like posters all over her room i mean this is like the 90s right and so that's not like unusual but it's like you know every like teenager like wants to like express themselves in a way and so like what if like your teenager like thought like expression meant like dyeing their hair purple and having a bunch of piercings and stuff and like you as a parent like have to like give them like this like freedom yeah, let and them then do it let them do it i know <laughs> and, and like be like forgiving or patient with that even though you're just like Ugh, or like your music sucks or whatever like mm-hmm. you're actually thinking and oh uh, so anyway hopefully our teenagers are just like us Drake will be a great teenager, I think. Yeah. Cortland. Cortland's going to be fun. But they'll still be, yeah, whatever. Drake will be great, but he'll still be challenging. I think so. Yeah. You know, like, it, they just are. Even the great teenagers still talk back to their parents and think you're stupid. For sure. So, that'll be fun. hmm Okay, so, Bang, the most controversial, delicious, energy, <sighs> mystery drink. Don't drink it with alcohol either, or else you will die. It supposedly has branched-chain amino acids, which can help in muscle-building components. Um, sure. And then whatever the hell super creatine is. Yeah, it's not creatine. They call it super creatine to, like, get away with the fact that it's not actually creatine. No. And so, mystery ingredient as well. Who knows what that does, but... Anyway, if you want to buzz, good God, Bang is your um, gas station approved energy drink. Okay, moving on. Life hack drink beverages that are more geared towards your evening um, selection. Okay. We discovered this about a couple days before we went into quarantine and the bars and restaurants closed. Hmm. Lagunitas hop water, guys. So zero calories, zero carbs, tastes like an IPA, and this is a non-alcoholic beverage, right, Michael? Zero alcohol. Zero alcohol is what non-alcoholic means. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Um, found this, discovered this because we've gone to the bartender's handshake in Des Moines, and I was of course ordering alcoholic beverages, and my date, Michael Caleb doesn't drink and so the bartender figures this out first first of all like okay when we go and you order or like say you're not drinking i swear it's like so weird well we're we're at a bar so right yeah Uh, yeah, they like serve like they don't serve food they have like bar snacks if you're like bold enough to order like why would you order peanuts but whatever i bet those are good too but um yeah it's just craft cocktails and like 
good beverages, right? Good mm-hmm. alcoholic drinks. And every time, like, but no matter where we go, I'm, I'm not drinking. Like, I swear you, like, look down in, like, some sort of shame because, like, all the lady orders first, right? And then they mm-hmm. go to me. No, they go to you. Mm-hmm. And you're always like, I'm not, I'm not drinking, like, shamefully. <sighs> I, I just, I, it's still kind of odd for me. I don't know. Yeah. Because I'm not... I'm not an alcoholic. <laughs> well, maybe it's <laughs> odd because, too, you, like, take the drink menu and read it. I'm still interested in all the drinks. I'm like, oh, this tastes good. Oh, I would get this and yeah. blah, blah, blah. And, yeah, I like to look at the whiskey drinks for sure. Yeah. Um, if I ever have another alcoholic drink, it will be a whiskey. Mm-hmm. Um, but Do you know, know much about whiskey? I really don't. But... I don't know a lot. I, I know the different brands. I know which ones are good. And, I mean, you know. I've never met a Manhattan I didn't like. You know, that's kind of my go-to whiskey drink. Okay. Mixed whiskey drink, if you will. Remind me, is, like, whiskey, like, flavorful? Like, it's, like, smoky or something? Kind of smoky, um, for sure. I just never order it. Okay, so the, this is the second time. I don't know if you guys can hear this, but we're doing a podcast, and then a train <laughs> that you can hear in the distance. What time is it locally? About 8.30? 8, yeah, 8.40. Hmm. 8.40. <laughs> I don't know what that train's bringing back and forth. It's like a one little... It is a one-track way train. It's so weird, but yeah. I And then last last podcast, it picked up the sound, which is hilarious. So there's the train. Okay, so hop water, right? So anyway, the bartender realizes that you don't drink and um, probably thinks you're weird, but was kind enough yeah. to suggest hop water, right? Like, tell me, do you remember this interaction or... Well, he's like, so you want something non, non-alcoholic um, besides water? And I said, oh, I didn't know you had it non-alcoholic, so what do you have? And he goes, well, we have this hot Lagunitas hop water. I'm like, oh, well, and I said, I verify it's not non-alcoholic. And he says, yeah, there's zero alcohol. I'm like, okay, I'll try it. Yep. And so, um, yeah, <laughs> I'm pointing out to Michael because like, he can't like get the right distance from the microphone. You see how it's like hitting up here? That's way too high. So just... I don't think so. I think I'm good. All okay. right. Or yeah, you can look down there too. We're learning, guys, with our um, podcast. I've got this down, but whatever. Okay. You just got... Okay. And so he says hop water, but also like on the their menu, they have like... Anytime there's like non-alcoholic beverages, like mixed craft cocktail drinks... I'm never interested in that because, like, basically that's, like, sugar. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. tip, it normally is. A mocktail. And I yes. never get a mocktail because, yeah, it's just sugar. Yeah, for sure. And that, I don't, mocktails, it is just, like, yeah, syrup. All right, should we wave at the train? <laughs> Choo-choo. You think it was, like, crazy. A conductor. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. What a, so that's, yeah, a job where, like, it would just be you you're a conductor oh train business is booming yeah they haven't slowed down this pandemic yeah <laughs> yeah that's good. true um and so anyway so the hop water yeah and like i didn't know what the hell he was like talking about and so yeah he brings you it's a bottle of mm-hmm. beer right did you get a cold glass with it do you remember no nope, just bottle just a bottle a bottle yeah and so it's a bottle of beer and it tastes like an ipa it does and like, like a lagunitas oh. ipa which is a good ipa yeah so good. Okay, so Lagunitas Hop Water is the brand, right? Mm-hmm. And then we're like, bullshit, can you actually get, have we not seen this at the grocery store? No. So then we just finally, like, found it again by, like, calling around at, like, local liquor stores. Like, we had first tried, like, okay, like, well, maybe we'll find it at Hy-Vee and no, never saw it or never knew, found any, like, associate that, like, knew if they had it or not. Mm-hmm. And it's not at, like, Whole Foods or Fresh Time obviously not at trader joe's so anyway found like a liquor store ingersoll wine and spirits is that what it was correct yeah 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was? Okay. Yeah, Ingersoll, yeah. And um, so it's there. <laughs> but it, then I looked online, and you put in your zip code. If you go to Loganitas website, Loganitas.com. Uh-huh. Um, and there were some high vs in the Des Moines area. We live in West Des Moines. So there were some high vs according to the website, that also carry it. So Yeah. Yeah, so it's around, and mm-hmm. I feel like, I mean, it's just like this, like, pleasant surprise that this exists. Again, like, life hack for you. If you are, whether, you know, a non-alcoholic drinker or an alcoholic drinker, <laughs> um, but you don't, you like, like, the taste of a beer with mm-hmm. your dinner, but yeah. you don't actually, like, want to drink a beer because, like, let's not get started, and it's Tuesday, and, you know, it's just, like, you shouldn't be drinking every night, I hope. I had one in the afternoon, like, one in the afternoon. Cortland was kind of giving me a hard time, and I just cracked one of these and had it. And oh, really? Like, taking the edge off with my Lagunitas hot water. Yeah. But... It's so good. Oh, yeah. It is so good. Highly, highly recommend to, like, cheat, your, cheat yourself or whatever you want to, like, view it is, like, having a beer, but no calories or carbs. And the other non-alcoholic that I do drink that we drank is um heineken yeah i have that on the okay. list all right and we can move on to that yeah. so like heineken so if you're going to another non-alcoholic that we were drinking like before this discovery of the hop water is the heineken 0.0 mm-hmm. literally tastes exactly in my opinion like a heineken i think so it's slightly different but it's pretty damn close. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you if you had them next to each other and are blind tasting, yes, of course, I could pick out the one with alcohol in it because mm-hmm. there's just it tastes a little bit like alcohol. Yep. But um, otherwise, like, no. Like, I bet you would accidentally, like, pick up the Heineken 0.0 off the shelf and think it you were buying, like, regular Heineken. And I bet people have done that, gone home and drank it and not realized, like, they weren't drinking a regular Heineken. Oh, you think? I never thought about that. Yeah, well, it's, it's had to have happened. Yeah, I think so. Well, the bottles and design and stuff are very, very similar, yeah. especially if they're, like, not next to each other, then you definitely, like, wouldn't know. Okay. You I could, like, mistake saying. it. Like, yep. if they were next to each other, I'm pretty sure, like, the Heineken NA or 0.0 has, like, red in the design or on the um, case. I'm think, talking about, like, a six-pack bottle. Yeah, red or more white. It's a little bit different, yeah. Right. Of course it is, but, mm. you know... Um, there have absolutely been people like, oh, okay, I'm going to grab a six-pack of Heineken, and they've grabbed the NAs before. They're probably already loaded. <laughs> True. So that's yeah. why. And yeah, you got to yeah. stop sometimes, so grab but the NAs. So good. Love it. Um, Pour it in a cold glass. And I like to like salt my beer, too. Like, do a little... Hey, you're a beer salter. I don't know. Oh, I, lo- I love it. Try it if you've never tried it before. It just... Yeah, like, that's when salt is good. And I le- discovered that from my mom. She salts her beer. Okay. I'm a beer salter. All right. Do we have anything else oh, with the so the Heineken NA has 69 calories per mm. bottle, and then 16 gram carbs, which, which is a little bit higher, I think. It me. is. If they dropped that too, and we were gonna like look into like what Michelob Ultra has like under four grams of carbs per bottle or something. Yeah, they have like 2.6 carbs. Yeah. Thing with like Michelob Ultra though is like, I don't know. I need to give it another shot. It's probably been like crazy long time since i've had one it's not i mean i've drank ultras before yeah it's really i don't think it tastes very good yeah yeah it will like taste it's hard because like you have like this like preconceived notion about it or something in the first place like what i'm thinking about i don't even know the last time i drank a Michelob ultra but oh. like oh like when i was drinking it you know it's marketed as like the skinny beer the diet beer Mm -hmm. and so then when you're like drinking it for the first time you're thinking like oh i bet this tastes watered down i bet it tastes like piss is like my where my mind goes i'm like i bet this is like gross it's just like beer but they put more water in it so it's gonna taste like crap 
I don't know if that's the case. I wanted to like tr- give Michelob Ultra another shot because I don't know. Maybe it's like not bad, but Michelob, what is that? I don't know. Michelob Light. Yeah, who drinks Michelob Light? I don't. And guess that's the other point too, right? Yeah. It was Michelob even good, and then you're like doing like Michelob Ultra, which would be like this like. You know, they make the batch of Michelob is what I imagine. But it's, make... it's been around for a while and it is successful, so. Yes, it's been around for easily over a decade. They do a good job marketing it, like if you're a healthy beer drinker. Yeah. An active, in shape person. If you drink Ultra. and you want to drink beer and you don't want to get fat, then drink Michelob Ultra yeah. is like kind of the awareness or mindset I used to, I used to drink it back in the day. Not, not, not a lot, but if it's on like a Tuesday night when I was drinking and I wanted to have a couple yeah. ultra, yeah, because it's just, it's lighter, it's less alcohol, I think, too, like 3.8% or something. Okay. Um, so. I feel like I would totally try a Michelob Ultra on tap, salt it in a cold glass. Like, that. I will give it a shot if it's ever available. But as you was saying, I said this the other day, I'm like, if that were the scenario where I had, like, I'm at a restaurant and going to oh, order a never, beer, no way. I would never... At that point, order the Michelob Ultra because like, no. there'd be other stuff on tap, and it's like, okay, if I'm gonna have a beer, no, no. shoot, no, we have to buy it. I could get a six pack from the store. Yeah, it's about to be a home situation. <laughs> That's true. It's a quarantine. That's a quarantine thing to do. <laughs> it is quarantine. Like there's drinking. Okay, so yeah, what's the other like, um, the quarantine? What's your quarantine alcoholic name? Oh yeah, it's so yeah, this is it's kind of tricky. You have to think about this, but it's your first name, okay, mm-hmm. followed by your last name. Oh, so for you it would be Lauren Caleb. Caleb. Yes, and you like to drink Fitvine wine. Fitvine wine routinely. Funny you bring that yeah, up because that that's funny. segue, Michael, to the last um, life hack beverage mm-hmm. that I have on my list, which is I've talked about this before, Fitvine wine. Uh, most more specifically, I love their Pinot Noir. Um, so a red wine that the whole bottle has less than 600 calories. One glass. I'm I'm not even looking at my paper. I know this by heart. 118 calories for a five ounce serving. I don't know how you pour your glasses, but mine are always more than five ounce. But I don't care because I have this whole bottle right that I'm not even going to finish in a night but i know like if i do half a bottle of wine that's only 300 calories and then the whole bottle as well if i drank the whole bottle less than 20 grams of carbs i mean that sounds pretty good yeah that's insane Mm -hmm. i don't and it tastes good doesn't also the other thing too which i swear must have something to do with like carb level alcohol level all of that with red wine before Fitvine wine in my life, I always would wake up at 3 a.m. around that time and have the red wine headache. Many people will tell you, oh, that's because you're not using like the diffuser or, you know, like the like, gosh, is it like actuator? I don't know what I use. I make this thing to like the aerator. Aerator, yes. Yeah. Yes. Takes out the tannins or tannins and gives it, oxidizes it or whatever. Sure. Placebo effect as well. Mm-hmm. But people will say that, and then also you're drinking really cheap wine. Probably some of that is true, some of that is not, but whatever. I have drank expensive red wine and also woken up at 3 a.m. That's probably because I was just drinking too much, right? (laughs) But um, it's just like, 
no, red wine has like more caffeine in it and something happens like where you fall asleep because you've like drank, but then eventually you wake up because like the caffeine's still in your body and it's just, you know, mm-hmm. that's red wine effect. Does not happen with fit vine wine, I swear to God. And like the other night I had a different kind of red wine and sure as shit, I woke up at 3 a.m. And I didn't even have that much. I feel like I had like under two glasses of this red wine. Well, yeah, but that if you when you wake up, then that wakes me up. Yeah. Mm. So just buy fit vine wine. Please. If you're going Thank to you. the grocery store. Um, Fine wine grows on vines. Have you heard that saying? I have now. There's an insane substitute teacher we had back in high school, and he used to always repeat that. That was like his motto or thing to, to he would always have us say, "Fine wine grows on vines," and we had to repeat How it. How old were you guys? It was in middle school, and he was like the substitute Spanish teacher. I don't know why we were saying that. Maybe <laughs> then we had to say it in Spanish after that. So how do you say that? Como se dice? Fine wine fits on vines. Let's see. You got it wrong. Fine wine grows on vines. Fine wine grows on vines. So vino de fino. <laughs> uh, you minored in Spanish in college. You have a minor in Spanish, correct? Si. Okay. That means yes. Very good. Muy bien. You're welcome. <laughs> De nada. Okay. Uh, I think it's by Okay. So. Where does this leave us? So the only thing that we didn't hit on that's very important is pop. Pop, which I don't drink. Don't remember the last time I had a pop. No. How about you? I have no idea. Absolutely not. Um, but, okay. Growing so up. Growing up. Plenty drink of pop. pop. Our parents drink pop. Yeah. Um, my parents would like drink pepsi which is that's a mistake i think yes i remember so like yeah you grew i grew not grew up on pepsi but at some point in maybe middle school or something i discovered like how much better coke was yes and i was like kind of like are you kidding me that we've been drinking pepsi this whole time like coke is way better than pepsi if you're going to drink regular pop and i've always from the get-go thought hated the taste of diet pop like my mom would drink diet pop no yeah i mean like what what is that it's nasty yeah it tastes like chemicals Mm -hmm. i've never had a diet pop you know the diet dr pepper will try and um market to you that it tastes like regular dr pepper but they all do yeah that's the one that's closest to its um originator in my opinion and but maybe that's because i've been like told that marketing wise and then i taste it i'm Mm -hmm. like oh it does taste like the original diet pepsi disgusting diet coke absolutely not if do you even like remember what they taste like i'm i can remember what diet coke tastes like and i think that's disgusting yeah there's only two pops i can really say i enjoyed growing up it was just a regular coke and then dr pepper yeah those are my both go-to did i have mountain dews and all that good stuff obviously and cherry cokes sure yeah um i mean you have to say the word surge do you remember that? <laughs> I remember that the was disgusting. I it's didn't like the even bang. like. It's kind of like the bang of pop, maybe. Right. It had like it's like weird moment, but it's like ew. I don't. I didn't like surge. And then they tried to bring surge back. Did they for a little while? Maybe I remember that too, but never was interested. Well, see, and then surge or Mountain Dews. So okay, so Mountain Dew, urban myth, urban legend. Growing up in middle school, um, yellow five. Are you familiar with this ingredient? Okay. Yes. Um, so it was said that the yellow five ingredient, which was definitely found in Mountain Dew, so that was always a good. And I, this is why I didn't really drink Mountain Dew anymore once I found this out. Supposedly, it shrank your testicles. Um, <laughs> I, I believed it. 
it made a lot of sense to me. And, you know, there's all these myths and legends going around. So I steered clear of Mountain Dew um, for the rest of my life. I yeah. I figured that out. And it was concerning to me because I thought, well, I, I, like, I drank a decent amount of Mountain Dew um, as a kid. Not a ton. I'm not like a Dew. Remember this Dew Mouth situation in West Virginia? Oh, yeah. On some documentary? Yes. All... No, it was Diane Sawyer did yeah. a special on the, the Mountain Focal. Yeah, they all had Dew Mouth, what they called it. <laughs> They're all sucking down like six cans of uh, Mountain Dew on date. Like babies and little young kids are having it. Okay. Their teeth are rotting out of their mouth. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. So you bring this up and I swear I thought they like named Mountain Dew after the people. The mountain people of West Virginia? (laughs) Was it West? It was West Virginia. Yeah, it's like these mountain mountain people in West Virginia. Yes, I absolutely know. We need, that's like another thing that we could like Google and watch maybe is the Diane Sawyer Mountain Focal special. That was awesome. Oh my God. That was like mind blowing. Okay. To do on the to do list. (laughs) Life hack. Um, Okay. So, so many things with that. So the Mountain Dew part. Yes. You brought up the like subject, which is just. Okay. Shrinks your testicles, yeah. We could do an episode. Everyone should watch it, and then we need to have an episode, like, recap going over the freaking Diane Sawyer Mountain Focal Special. Maybe it's not as good as, like, what you remember it, but it was a gem. Well, you know who's from West Virginia, right? Randy Moss. Okay, just confirming. And no, I would not know that on my own without being with you for long enough. Rand. Rand, West Virginia. Branded into my brain. Um, Anyways. Okay, so Mountain Dew. So first of all, and then Michael, Yellow Five. This is what we're coming back to. Oh, Who's telling you this information? And can you imagine if you would continue to drink Mountain Dew, how much smaller your testicles would be? I don't think get much smaller, but uh, they, you know, produce two, you know, superior children. So that's solid. <laughs> so they still operate. They're just very small. No, they're not. They would. They're not that small because I laid off the Mountain Dew. Uh-huh. Some kid told me in like seventh grade. A friend of a friend, and you hear these rumors, and yeah, you know about Yellow Five. It's scientifically proven to shrink your testicles. Now, is it actually? Did you ever Google? And no, I, well, I like I remember looking it up maybe a couple years ago, or not a couple years ago, somewhere in my twenties. Like, yeah, it's more of an urban legend, but there is some scientific correlation studies that Yellow Five may there may be a reduction in your sperm count. So maybe that's what originated what? it actually shrinking. But like, how much Yellow Five, and was this like on rats? Well, I don't. I didn't look into the study that closely. The Journal of Small Testicle. Due to Mountain Dew consumption. <laughs> but I, the overall consumption of pop, I mean, talk about you want diabetes and all that stuff. Like, I haven't had a pop. I don't know. I think the last time I had a pop is when I had. I used to drink Jack and Coke. It used to be a popular drink of mine in college. So I probably had it with alcohol. But just drinking pop by itself. I don't. I don't know. No, would have been. Yeah, absolutely not. So you're just break, you're just drinking sugar. It's like yeah. other episode. You're drinking ketchup. No pop and in our s- household. No pop. No, but I will say this. You know, we admitted that we drink Bang, which yeah. that is a diet pop. Sure. Yeah. So we're still drinking pop, and so is like sugar-free Red Bull, right? Like it. It's because of that that phenylnotronics niner word, phenylalanine. I never did sugar-free Red Bulls. I used to just do regular which is a pop that's a mountain Dew. sure so okay but but yes you're like traditional when you think of pop soda oh god you know like do i even like go into like pop and soda right now or just just iowa i feel like it might be minnesota too that says pop pop i feel like they're like soda well you're thinking minnesota yeah so they're gonna say soda michael and then my accent turns into kind of pakistani and a little bit of irish i don't know what a lot going on there. Soda. Yeah, they don't say... Don't you know. <laughs> don't you know, but like, what's that? 
Oh, don't you know? Look at the snow outside. It's that's kind of Irishy. Um, oh yeah, too far. Yeah, pop. Is that ju- I, that's not just Iowa though? I am pretty sure it is. It'd be cool if it was. For but. one uh, part of my life, I thought that it was a Midwestern thing, but it's like now it's really just deduced down to Iowa. I think you're wrong. I think it is a Midwestern thing. We'll, no. We'll like it so then, what's Midwestern? They're not saying pop in Chicago. Illinois, DeKalb, uh, some of those border cities. Moline. I'm pretty sure it's just pop. Okay, so if you're going to drink pop, first of all, it needs to be in a glass bottle, the original way it was served back in the day. Like a Coca-Cola. Yes, a Coca-Cola in a glass bottle. So like, I feel like there's an appropriate time to drink pop, like, nostalgically. Uh, okay. I don't know where or when that would be unless you're, like, in some sort of diner. Fourth of July, I feel like. <laughs> yeah. With your grandparents. Yes, right. Like, yeah. and they're, you're eating a hot dog without ketchup. And <laughs> let's just say my grandma, rest her soul, um, she just operated on one beverage throughout the day, every day of her life. It was a diet, caffeine free Coke. Yeah. Which is very unique. It was like in a brownish colored can. Um, Drinking it out of the can. No, she used, to, she used to pour it in a tab. Do you know what the brand tab is? No. It's like another brand of Coke back in the day, but she wasn't drinking tab, but it was a huge, gigantic ceramic tab, red glass. Okay. But yeah, anyways. Okay. My grand my dad my grandpa was all about Coke. They never drank alcohol. They were just Coke connoisseurs. Yeah. So So off brand pops as well is what came to my mind as you said tab. Yeah. Okay, I swear there's the off brand Mountain Dew, which I don't know like if they had sold at High V or Fairway or something like that, but it was called Hee Haw. Hee Haw, you're right. Mr. <laughs> Pibb was the off brand for Dr. Pepper. Was Mr. Pibb? Yeah, that's the off-brand for Dr. Pepper, which Mr. Pibb is pretty damn good. Yeah, I swear Mr. Pibb's its own thing. No, it's a playoff. No, it's an off-brand of Dr. Pepper. Like in the 7-Up um, ownership? Oh, I don't know. the. I don't know. Because, like, there's Pepsi, there's Coca-Cola, and I swear, like, 7-Up and Dr. Pepper were their own, like, family. Were they? Okay. Yeah, you're right about that part of it, yeah. Um, Mr. Pibb. I think Mr. Pibb may have fallen under coat. <sighs> That seems weird now. I have no idea. I know. And so, again, you know, these pop professionals that are listening to the podcast. Shasta. Was Shasta? Shasta was a brand. And, like, I thought that was, like, European or something. Huh. I don't know. That's just fun to say Shasta. Yeah. (laughs) but yeah hee-haw like if anyone is listening that. who drank hee-haw no. please message me i want to see your teeth so we are gonna um i guess close it up with really you know i hope that you came away with actually some <laughs> real good ideas with life hacks for beverages oh yeah like there is some good advice there guys and then don't drink pop did you want to talk about the Gatorade that you've oh, been drinking? Oh, well, it was interesting. Well, I don't drink it a lot. I used to drink a lot of Gatorade when I was younger, and I played soccer, and I would cramp up, and Gatorade was my lifesaver. Like, Gatorade did work with muscle cramping when you were dehydrated playing sports um, growing up. True story. Ugh. Anyways, I used to dabble with pickle juice as well. It would help if it was getting real serious. Um, anyways, when I do long runs, I still want Gatorade, but now I try to avoid sugar at all costs um, and carbs. Uh, so, zero. Um, Gatorade Zero is my go-to. Pulled it out of the fridge for this podcast. I'm looking at looking at the ingredients, which maybe I should have done previously. Looking through it, eh, okay, whatever. What's glycerol ester of rosin? That seems kind of stupid. Natural flavor. What's natural flavor? Mystery. It's really it's really unnatural flavor, right? And then the very last ingredient. This this is funny. The very last ingredient in this bad boy is yellow five. <laughs> All these years of avoiding yellow five. No, nope, I, I guess not. And maybe it's just with the lemon lime flavor, 
Um, that would make sense. To give it that yellowish tint. But here I am drinking yellow five, so I don't know. Jeez. And so you should have been drinking Mountain Dew. I guess, yeah. Gosh. All right, well, let's go have one. Okay, great. All right, good. Well, thanks for listening in, guys. Um, share this with a friend. Yeah, I need to start doing a better job of getting it out to my friends. Yeah, and you have like three or four of them now, so. Yeah, it gets less and less every year that goes by. Yeah. <laughs> We're screwed. So thanks for listening in again. Hope you found some enjoyment out of this, the book of Caleb. And uh, we'll end it with this. Stay safe, stay healthy, and... Wash those hands. Wash your hands.